lost Huck. What do you mean lost him? Burnt to a fried chickadee crisp, I believe. Well, on to better roads for you. That's some cold <laughs> shit right there. <laughs> you seem quite excited. Yeah, I'll just say I got myself into a pickle. Isn't that right, little guy? <laughs> Uh, so before we start, since Huck kind of was it popped the death cherry, um, Josh's new character is going to start today's game with a point of inspiration. Ooh. Congratulations <laughs> for dying first. Yay. <laughs> and so we join the party in the midst of raiding the dungeon of a tower belonging to a lich, Zaldara, the Duchess of Rot. With hopes of discovering Zaldara's phylactery and using it as leverage to learn what the lich knows about what could be causing the death curse. You're not sure what the phylactery looks like, only that it would be guarded by something or someone. The implication, of course, that if the phylactery is destroyed, the lich's soul would also be lost, just like that of Periwinkles and, unfortunately, Huck Buckabees. Archibald and Gator stand over the cooling corpse of Huck, still clutching the spider-engraved shield, with his legs standing erect, perpendicular to the ground. We start, however, with Dennis and Rekt, still trapped in the water-laden room, trying to open the massive... Around uh, the door. What do you do? The wreck is going to go to the door in the back, the one we haven't gone through yet. So you walk over to the door, and I think uh, when we had finished, uh, Dennis had just uh, found that kind of same joint uh, inside the door uh, where it is probably some sort of latching or closing mechanism as you did the first time. Yeah, so I'm going to try to pry it open again. All right, so go ahead. You're going to pry it. If you're going to pry it, give me athletics. Not very good. Uh, so you wedge your axe in there and try to somehow like pop it open and then gator you can hear kind of like this grinding metal sound coming from the door behind you rect will be like oh, i guess i should just beat this fucking thing down again i feel so there's it? a soul behind the door an angry soul the gator is just gonna rip that shield out of the dead uh birds chicken oh, fingers so when you grab it you get that in- instantaneous you know staticky tingly feeling in your fingers and, and the uh the electric shock makes fuck alive for just a second to say, oh, you, you hucking son of a bitch. And then he, he falls back down. Well, I'm He's just going to walk over. I'm just going to take the shield down here, start trying to rip this door open. He's going to like look over Huck's body and then like search him for valuables. All right. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Did you have okay. any valuable Huck? Besides like normal like uh, adventures pack and shit like that? No. Pounds of meat. So yeah, you can find like another fully intact, unused adventurer's pack <laughs> with all the stuff. Pretty much. Pristine yeah. condition. I mean, there'd be a shield and a mace, probably studded leather armor. You poor soul. Spent every penny you had at the whorehouse, I believe. <laughs> well, on to better roads for you. And he'll just step over Huck's corpse and go down, stand behind Gator. Gator, give me a strength check. At the same time. But, oh. All right. Wrecked. Be careful. It sounds like there's an idiot on the other side of the door. <laughs> All right, are you attacking the door with those, or are those just your normal? No, that's my sound effect. Flurries. Whenever okay. he talks. <laughs> All right. Let me scroll back up. This is why we need a soundboard. <laughs> see? <laughs> Told you. Both of you on both sides of the door trying to work one, and I'm going to say can pop it open, and uh, the door is going to fly open to the side of Wrecked standing in front of you. And once you open it, a shit ton of water just comes rushing out this nasty wow. it's full of like mold and oh my debris of like flesh and whatnot hey brother gator just kind of looks stupidly down at his feet getting wet 
and then back up erect. The chicken man dead. Out of taste. <laughs> it's just kind of that's some cold <laughs> shit right there. <laughs> pretty cold. They're over it pretty quick. <laughs> I didn't know him. You didn't know him very well. It's true. That's true. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, then let's jump down to Josh real quick. So you awaken sore and groggy in a five by five cell with a solid iron door. The result of your encounter with the Lich Zeldara. Your dark vision allows you to see around the musty, cramped space. Curled up in a ball in the corner like a house cat, the small dragon-like creature, colored in a marble of red and gray, its long barbed tail waves playfully as its gaze meets yours. Tuck just, like, looks at it, rubs his eyes, kind of, like, in disbelief, like, looking again, like, ooh, and uh, kind of, like, approaches it. So when you come to look at it, you hear a voice pop in your head. The dragon doesn't open its mouth, but you can hear, like, it's trying to communicate with you in your mind. And you just hear, like, a very kind, playful voice, and it just asks you a question. Pain? Mm. Am I in pain? He kind of, like, <laughs> well, wags its tail at you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I say, uh, no, tuck. I tuck. And you see What's the dragon then, like, take its tail, and, like, it puts its own tail between its legs, kind of wiggles it around. Tuck. Yes, 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 you got it. Tuck. Just like that. And like like pointing at the tail. And then the dragon will then look to the door and then look back to you and you hear the voice in your mind again. Leaving? Yeah, let's let's get out of here. And then you'll see the dragon kind of pop up on its legs and its tail kind of wiggles playfully in the air, looking at you and then looking to the door. So I guess try to open up the door. Give me a... Hey, uh, well, let's see, you have uh, thieves tools on you. You have all your gear on you. You weren't stripped. The glitch kind of just like levitated you in the air and just threw you down the hallway into the room. So you can make a dexterity check uh, and you add your efficiency bonus. There's 13 total. So as you're fumbling around with the door, uh, the dragon will just kind of instinctively like crawl up on your back and kind of come down on your arm. You'll see the dragon kind of put its tail in there to try to assist you as you were struggling with the lock. And... With the dragon's additional assistance, you're able to pop the lock open. You hear it just go, Kach! you hear it echo. But the dragon kind of got a little bit too aggressive with its tail when it's in there and gave you a little prick on your finger. And you're going to take one point of damage. Eight. What? <laughs> I'm only level one. That's like, that's like, it's like <laughs> over a tenth of my health right there. <laughs> one poison point of damage, right? It is. All right, so the door's going to pop open. He like... He puts his finger in his mouth and goes, Ow, that hurt you. And he like, kind of like pats him on the head, kind of like angry, but not really angry. And just like a cat, whenever they cause pain, it like just doesn't give a shit, so it just walks out the room. <laughs> and you can see the door open onto a long hallway filled with several other iron doors, all of them appearing to be open or ajar for the most part. All right, let's get out of here. Do, do, do. Once you get to the end of this hallway, you can see a large iron door little center knob at the end of the hall and the dragon creature just kind of follows you Ooh, another door and you can kind of hear like this these low guttural voices just barely coming through the the, the other side of the door they're just going yeah <laughs> like those kind of voices yeah it turns to the little dragon it's like sounds like we have some friends <laughs> the dragon nervously just kind of runs up your back and gets on your shoulder so gator just kind of is seeing he's in a small room, figures the water probably came out the floor and goes over to the other door and throws it open. So when you throw the door open, <laughs> if you want to describe your character, Josh? Seems to be a cat person in a tuxedo. 
Okay, yes. Okay. So, <laughs> yes, you see a uh, cat yes. person. You know, I'm not normally into cat people, but <laughs> that's a pretty fuckable cat person. That's... Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's way more. Actually, the, can you give wow. like a physical description for the audio? The drawing is uh, yes. pretty good. It's like what you see in the bar the night before and what you wake up to. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, you see this uh, black and white like cat person. It's a tabaxi. The black hair kind of goes up and then flattens up at the top and the face is all white and you can see like you know cat features on the front and kind of wearing like a black suit kind of thing but it's all covered in sequins around the shoulders and it's got like a big white fluffy thing on the front that second picture is like the expression on his face as as the door opens up he's just like presto and then he's like posing like that with his uh, hands up and his other hand on his hip. It's a stagey flourish or something. Yes. Gator just sizes him up in an instant and just like a grin crawls across his face. Kind of like without turning his his head from cat person, just kind of like turns his mouth and says, Hey, right. <laughs> Check this out. And he's kind of just his enormous bulk is blocking the door. Probably at this point, though, you would notice that around his waist area there is a um, bulge protruding and it's wiggling. It's like pleasure to make your acquaintance. You seem quite excited. <laughs> oh, you know me. I'm always excited. And then you just oh, I don't know you. Wagging. And, and Gator goes, Rick, do you know this guy? Uh, I don't know him. I don't know him. Said you, you did. Yeah. Never met him before. What's your name, boy? Somebody grab him and interrogate him. Oh, you get grab me, huh? You have to catch me first. Uh, so yeah, like almost in tandem with the uh, uh, Tuck's moving bulge, you'll see the dragon, like its tail kind of also moves in tandem with it. Uh, and then I start moving my hips with it. It doesn't move its hips. <laughs> <laughs> and Gator just right, pushes so... through the door past him down the hall. Oh, so we're not worried about who this guy is? We, we're not going to talk to him? Hey, where are you going? I'm not worried about him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait for me. What are you doing down here? Oh, oh, he, me? Well, eh, I'll just say I got myself into a pickle. Isn't that right, little guy? He, like, looks down at the little dragon. The voice of the dragon in your head, Rex. The dragon just says, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a pleasure to meet you. My name is Tuck. And he, like, kind of, like, leans forward and takes his hand out to, to shake, shake his hand. Rick. Rick will shake his hand very strongly. How does it feel? <laughs> Ooh, it's, that's quite the grip. Yes. <laughs> my name is uh, my name is Tuck, and it's uh, it's short for Tuck Between the Legs, as our uh, Tabaxi Clan is uh, has named me. You know, I, I don't really tell much people about this, but uh, maybe you notice a little something odd about me. And he's kind of like looking down and like looking up at them for them to ask. You look like Eddie Munster. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but they must be good looking. So the shield, is anybody holding that? Gator has it right now, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, all right. Archibald's going to go over and say, uh, ex- Excuse me, uh, Gator, was it? Might I have a look at that? You are in a, a long hallway filled with five doors. All of them appear to be large iron doors. Some of them are open. And uh, 
know, when you pass through, you can see one room is filled with like broken purple crystals, similar to the one that Rekt grabbed earlier. Uh, and another room to your left, to the west, uh, has a decaying body with a silver medallion around its neck. And then the other door that's open at the very end of the hall is just a clean, empty cell. Gator says, Yeah, brother, I don't care about this thing. I don't use them. Tosses it over to Thank you. Archibald, and he marches over to this corpse and rips the silver thing off the corpse. Right. A little surprised oh. by the shield being tossed at him, Archibald like stumbles, but like grabs it. I want to cast Identify on it as a ritual. Seems like drow work, possibly. Uh, yeah, give me a uh, give me a religion Identify spell cast? Yes, I will. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, well, your instinct says drow. Uh, <laughs> you think it's, uh, the, the carvings itself doesn't really match what you associate with items related to Loth, so maybe it's just like a, a copy, some sort of knockoff. But the shield itself, while holding the shield, um, and you have to attune to it, so you can gather that from the thing after your spell. But while you need to attune to it, while you hold the shield, you have a resistance to damage from ranged weapons. Wow. Mm. All right. Gator here. You're easily able to rip the necklace off the, the corpse. And it was really fragile. I mean, you end up just snapping the head, the neck right off the body. And it kind of like flips and tumbles to the ground. And uh, a little bit of like powder debris, almost like the, the bones are uh, crumbling. Kind of flies up in the air. You get this big waft of it in your mouth and in your face. Can you give me a constitution save? All right. So yeah, you kind of choke on it for a second, but otherwise you feel fine and you get the medallion. And uh, there's some sort of wicked looking symbol on the medallion, um, but you're not really sure what it is or what it could mean. Then he just it's takes exactly. it in. This looks wicked. And I just puts it into his a pocket in his pants and he marches down the, <clears throat> to see the next set of doors. Uh, it is slightly ajar and you can hear little scuttering sounds on the inside. Slightly ajar? Yes, slightly ajar. Okay, so I'm just gonna throw it open and jump back, be ready. <laughs> As Rex tries to rush him. <laughs> don't open the door with the hands. Don't open the door because of the hands or don't open the door with your hands? Which one? Don't, you open, the, don't open the door behind you, it's full of hands. And I just, uh, Dennis falls <laughs> down the hall. Yes, that was a mistake. I would like to be here and there, why not? <laughs> can see two little uh, scuttling detached hands inside the door. And when you throw it open, they seem like they were just kind of wandering about, but after you throw it open, they both kind of in unison uh, turn slowly. They, they kind of glide around on their fingertips with both of the tops of the hands facing towards you. And uh, they, then they just kind of dash off in your direction. And you can roll initiative. All right, then Gator, it's your turn <laughs> as uh, one of the hands comes kind of Cannonballing out of there, running at you on its fingertips. Okay, he's gonna take the big rope off of from around his neck, just take a smashing swing down at it. Alright. Oh, I didn't target. Good, you hit it. <clears throat> and it's dead. <laughs> There's oh. no way you cannot kill it in there, damage roll in this first game. Okay. So he just uh just crushes it flat, one of the fingers shoots off and rolls down the hall. And then he stomps on it for good measure as he approaches the next one. It's a deck. You got him. It's Oops. dead. Okay. And for that one, he just like marches over top of it. So he stomps on the dead one and stomps on this one and kills it. And then he just looks down the hall like, What'd you say about opening the door? I just said there's hands in there, but you took care of that. Good work. Shrugs. Good job. We can find this ref- reflect- reflectory thing. Let's uh, 
What'd you guys find? I found nothing out here besides water. Gator kind of marches with his with his arm straight, holding the the chain of the silver medallion that he found, uh, and he takes it over to Pemberton. It's like, brother, I found this. Uh, just another minute here. It's quite an interesting. Like, oh my! Yes, here, give it here, boy. Not like a magic thing. Yes, yes, uh, of course. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a look here. I'll set it down. Uh, so it's a silver medallion uh, with like an inverted uh, star on it. Is there any significance to the symbol? Do like I a history? Can, yeah, you can. I'll take history or religion, actually. Either one. Okay. So uh, you believe that this is uh, maybe a symbol that is tied to uh, one of, a devil, some sort of infernal being, perhaps uh, Amadeus? Just, uh, quite worthless, my friend. I'm sorry, but uh, perhaps... Some uh, lowly follower of Amadeus, devil worshiper, it seems. Here you are. Oh, oh Amadeus. Amadeus. Just takes it and puts it back in his tights. Goes marching <laughs> on. We gotta find a stupid thing. This piece, however, beautiful. Just beautiful. And he just calls over his shoulder at him. It'll just slow you down in a fight. Yes, yes, yes. Fighting. Dennis, as you're exploring around up there, uh, uh, the door to your north is a door that uh, you saw Gator open earlier that led to a spiral staircase going up um, that you heard the sounds of battle. And then there's the door that you're approaching now, which is another wooden door closed. You don't hear anything from within. Locked. Step back, I'll break it. I was gonna, um, when I come up on Tuck, just like shove him down the hall and say, you're gonna help us. Okay. (laughs) We're gonna... We gonna do something? Let's do it! Come on, little dragon dude. Still don't know what this dude's doing here. You just see like his crotch wagging. And then, as everyone kind of gets to the space, then of Dennis at the door, uh, Tuck, you're gonna hear the small dragon kind of speak to you in your mind again. And she looks at the door, and you can just hear her emote these uh, words to you. And she's like, "Danger! Danger! Danger!" Will Robinson. What's that little guy? Danger! Ooh. Yes, we might be in for an adventure, guys. <laughs> and it does that kind of nervous cat thing where it's like strolling back and forth on your shoulders or around your neck, like where it just can't stay in one place. And uh, yeah, Dennis, it's locked. What would you like to do to try to open it? So I'm going to turn around. What kind of danger? Oh, I don't know. But this little guy here says there's going to be some danger. And uh, Gator just answers them. That's where the... The main fighting's going on up there. We're not going to join that fight. We're here to stop that fight. Find that. Now I'm doing fucking sling blade voice. <laughs> I'm going to investigate the door to see if it opens like the other two doors did. This seems more like a more <laughs> mundane door. There's a lock more on it. More mundane door? Okay. Um, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like, So I wanted to like take my sword and like investigate the joints to see if I could catch the lock or something. Yeah, it, it looks like it's in, a, in the normal position you'd expect it to be in. So you could either... Uh, Someone could try to pick the lock, or you could try to force it open, or you could beat it down. Does anybody have any thieves' tools? Looks like we could open got this a, door. I got I got this axe. Axe works good. Door like that doesn't seem like such a big deal to me. Puck goes up to the door. Dirty check. Just bash it down! Mm. Okay. So, in very impressive fashion, with, like, minimal effort, Puck is able to... Or, sorry. <laughs> name is too similar to the other characters. <laughs> Tuck, and I'm choking on my spit. Tuck is able to unlock the door. She's just like, he's like bent over, and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, his butt's like kind of shaking around. He's got his tongue sticking out like, <laughs> and then ding, 
is like, ha ha, did it. And then, you know, he just like has his arms like open, like in that first picture I sent, looking between everyone, being like, ta-da. You're good. <laughs> waiting for waiting for an applause here. Pretty good, little cat boy. I'm going to scratch him on his ears. Oh, my. Oh, it's a cat see person. His, see his bulge uh, react appreciatively. <laughs> that thing, is that thing red and barbed? Oh, oh this? <laughs> well, don't you worry about that. <laughs> and it just kind of like wags a little bit more. Pretty impressive though, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very <laughs> impressive. I think you'd be a hit over in a cock goblins. <laughs> Oh, I've never been there. We'll be sure to take you there after we ever get the hell out of here. Sounds like a date. I didn't say that. <laughs> Too late. He <laughs> gives like a wink to the little dragon dude. We need to find out what's on the other side. And as soon as you open it, the little dragon kind of in your head um, just keeps reiterating, danger, danger. And the little dragon is going to crawl off your back and just kind of sit outside the door, refusing to go in. Mm-hmm. Little guy here doesn't want to go in. I think there might be something bad. Gator just pushes past him walks through. The air in his chamber is alive, dancing with some unseen energy. Two thick pillars extending floor to ceiling hum. Between them sits an iron chest. Thick pillars, sparkly air, the cat's gonna love this room. (laughs) If I got a laser pointer. The gator just kind of trudges over to the iron box, puts his foot up on it and tests its weight. What you find, buddy? Uh, So it is, the chest itself seems like it's Either extremely heavy or it is attached to the ground. Looks like this chest is attached to the ground. And uh, once you go to take your foot off the chest, the two uh, pillars beside it, they just almost like an engine. They start to... And I need you to make a dexterity save. All right. So as you take your foot off right where you're at the spot where your foot was, two electrical bolts just go right on the spot where your foot was. And you're able to pull it away just in time. And there's a flash of light in the room as you're able to avoid the lightning. Gator kind of just drops back, looks at one, and then he looks at the other one, looks at the chest, he looks at Rekt, and he just goes... <laughs> <laughs> I had to be looking at the camera for that one. All right. What do you so do? he's like, he's like seething and ready for action, but he's not doing anything particular. I'm going to, I'm going to come in and like touch one of these pillars. Okay. Uh, so you go up and touch one of the pillars. And as soon as you put your finger on it, you hear it go, mmm. give me a uh, deck save. <laughs> Tra- checking twins. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you put your hand on it, it revs up, and then lightning kind of just blasts out around your hands. And with some good luck, you're able to pull away in time. And it doesn't. Great. It's pretty neat. Hey, guys, go play with this thing. It's cool. It's <laughs> <laughs> on one of these dispensers. <laughs> my hair, does it doesn't make my hair go up a little bit? <laughs> yeah, probably. What do you guys want to do? Does Dennis have any prior like scouting intel about any any of the stuff in this tower at all? No, you guys. This this was like the first time for the Harpers to get in here. What is it? Have you found another dark. artifact in here? Yeah, get, let me take a look. Yeah, you walk in the room and it's still the room is still filled with this like kind of like static energy. You see Gator just like crouched, holding his rope mace like flexing like something clearly happened to him well what's the meaning of it what have you found in here are you okay my boy yeah this thing is a cool little like a massage like a massage thing you know touch it and it electrifies your muscles give you a six pack come on and check it out 
Uh, I think I think Ronaldo advertises for these. Yeah. So okay. Uh, so Archibald will go over, and I just want to like look at it. I got so much investigation shit. We're gonna be here for like an hour, boys. Oh God! Everyone's gonna die upstairs. Three. I uh, teetered on Two. Yeah, you, you can't see anything other than the obvious. Uh, Sorry to describe. So there's large iron chests, these two humming pillars. You say it's a massage. A massage, huh? Yeah. Felt pretty good. Made me all tingly. Mm. I'm going to ritual detect magic. All right, what does that look like while you're doing this? Interesting question that I should have thought about before this. <laughs> Can I look behind it, see what else is in the room? Yeah, so you go around the, the back of the uh, the pillar, and it's just empty. Here, give me a perception as well, then. I can give him assistance. I'm I'm skilled in perception and investigation. All right, so give me another roll, then, Peter. I am acutely aware of the fact that I am very close to death. So Dennis is going to <laughs> be very wary. He's going he's going to get next to it, and he's going to not touch it, but use every sense he possibly has to see if he can determine where, where whether there's a uh, a source of the humming like is it coming from this pillar or that pillar or underneath the box and uh, yeah everyone's like scouring the room uh, and <clears throat> you just can't really deduce anything other than there's these two humming pillars everyone's taking time to do that your detect magic I'll say is done the way that he does it he's just gonna like stand still for a second like hold his hands up and then just like start like scanning his hands over all, all of the surfaces not like touching anything looking around for like disturbances in arcana like uh tom cruise minority report like moving stuff around. yeah yeah when he was using the screens yep <laughs> like that kind of feel you can sense the magical energy coming from the two pillars themselves uh but nothing from the chest damn i'm done yes yes there's something here these pillars are quite energetic I don't think there's anything of value here. And uh, give me an arcana check. As you like are scanning the magical energies, you can see there's like a concentration point almost where it's uh, releasing from in the pillars. And you can kind of see like a little faint outline of a button on each of the pillars. Here's something. One of you strapping lads, there seems to be a button here. Wait. I think is the source Wait. of the arcane energy. Wait. Okay. Now you can do it. Leaving the room. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's uh, how pussy roll out here, my friend. Here, pussy buttons. I will uh, observe from a distance as well. You'd be a fucking uh, thirty. Bro, I, was just laughing, I was laughing at Tuck's movements. He like walks in, and then as soon as everyone says they're leaving, he just runs right back out. <laughs> <laughs> and Gator just says, "Pussy man, don't make me come get you." Is there a cat person? <laughs> I I believe they're calling you. What is? Hey, what now? Uh, you are a. What is it you want? My apologies. I am uh, Archibald Pemberton. Oh, you you are. Nice to meet you. I'm Tuck. Yes, yes. Uh, Tuck well, between the legs. Ah, uh, that's splendid. We'll have to be properly acquainted later. We have a. We're on a bit of a time crunch here, so uh, if you could oh, find the right. large fellow in there. Oh, there's Thank two you. of them. Yeah, yeah, yes, those two. Yes. Which one? Ah, uh, just right yeah. in there. Gator just marches over and grabs him by the scruff of the neck because he's a cat and uh, just shoves it towards the pillar. It says, press the button and then press the other button. There's Vader. Press the button? Hmm. Presses the button. All right. Uh, <laughs> so you press the button of the first pillar and you can just hear it go. And you can feel kind of like the static energy in the room kind of reduce. 
Yeah! Now press that one! Okay. Press the other one. Okay, so you push it. And the energy reduces. And then Gator, and it seems to be uh, completely dissipated uh, in this point, at this point. Confidently puts his foot back on the chest and kind of just shoves himself off of it to prove that there's no electricity. And nothing happens. And he goes, yeah, now open this box! Uh, I'll take a look at the box. There's a large iron chest. You actually remember kind of passing by this room uh, initially, Tuck, and you remember seeing Zaldara interacting with this chest. You don't know what she was doing with it, but it was soon after that she uh, you saw her messing with this chest that uh, she threw you into the cell. Might be something inside here. That is the point, if you <laughs> would mind opening it. Right. Yes. Let's, uh, let's open it. Um, hmm. And then I'll, I want to investigate it or check it out, make sure it's not okay. trapped. While he's doing that, Gator is just standing there with the- I didn't say fuck with it. I said open it. And let's see what you get. How does he look like when he's getting <laughs> shouted at? Does he look like he's aroused by that? <laughs> he enjoy what's, the what's, Tuck's, what's Tuck's reaction to all this aggression? <laughs> so, so like, uh, he's very confused by it. Like, guys <laughs> are uh, very aggressive. I'm gonna be on this side of him. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna rub his shoulder. You got this, man. You got this. And then he rolled a. Not one. <laughs> 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 Alright, it's just the air in here is just it's so just, things are heating up, you know. I just like, everyone needs to take a cool down. Uh, so as you're looking it over, maybe there's like kind of this distraction of gator like barking, you know, breathing down your neck as you're doing it. Uh, and when you look over the chest, you don't see anything unusual. Seems like you just uh, kind of pushing this little button and it'll pop right away. Dennis with the newfound bravery saw the investigation fail <laughs> and walked up and said, Don't worry. I'll figure this. I'll figure the secret of this out. All right. Hold on. I gotta put the brakes on the meta gaming for a second. You don't see the failure of the investigation. That is totally <laughs> okay. Fine. I, like I, looking I, at it. Fine. Let me rephrase. Yeah, I, I noticed. Role. I noticed that he did not discover anything about it. He he looks at it quizzically. Indicating failure. He's a so cat. He He's a cat person. I saw his ears go down. He didn't see. He didn't do anything. Here we go. Everyone's really cautious after that shield. <laughs> um, so, as you assumed, you push in this little button, the latch opens. It's a slow creak as it opens up. And then inside the chest, you can see sitting on a pile of gold, there are three scrolls, and there is a large flesh colored tome sitting in the center. Hey, little dragon, where's the, where's the danger? I'm gonna. Dragon has not entered the room. <laughs> I'm gonna pick up the tome. I think this might be what I've been looking for. You pick it up, and as you like clutch it to your chest, everywhere, everyone in the room can hear this kind of collective, like very ethereal exhale. And uh, these two specter-like creatures emit from the pillars, both in front of Archibald and Rekt. While it's right in front of you, its gaze seems to be focused on Tuck. What do you do? Um, I would like to investigate this in an arcane nature. Give me an arcane check. Go ahead. You think it's a turtle? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Everyone stay calm. Just give it some lettuce. It's so you probably think it's some sort of ghost type creature. Maybe you're, you're assuming your weapons will probably just pass right through it because they're, you know, no bodies, no solid forms. Uh, but you're not an idiot. So, I mean, you know, it's, you don't think it's a turtle or something. Oh my. Rick. I'm going to push that button on the pillar. All right. Because I watched him do that, right? I think that I would know that he pushed the buttons. Yeah, you're in the room. That's fine. Okay. So you reach down. 
push the button and then you can hear the pillars kind of go and they start to vibrate and you can just see the specter kind of like swing out at the air like it's trying to clutch onto something and it gets sucked back into the pillar. Taylor, push the button on the pillar. So next is the specter's turn. You see the creature's gaze focused on Tucked and since it cannot reach him, he instead is going to swing out at the thing that's in his way. He's going to swing at Gator. And let's see, Gator, can you give me a con save? Reluctantly. Creature reaches out and passes his hand into your chest. You can feel like something tugging at your heart almost, and he pulls his hand back out and takes 10 necrotic damage. However, you succeed your con save, so all you do is pass out. <laughs> Good God. Next. Uh, fuck. Gator's turn. So Gator is just like gearing up to pound the button on the pillar. And then the thing reaches in and clutches his heart. And he just kind of goes like, and then just like slumps down on his ass and with his back resting against the wall and he's out. All right, give me a death save and a failure. Well, it's your turn now. Okay. And you're clutching the tomb in your hands in front of the iron chest. Two tucks right. Gator has just passed out unconscious. Yeah, I guess uh, I'm going to press that button then. All right. So you reach out, push the button, and same as the other pillar, it kind of revs up, and you can see the specter get kind of sucked into it, almost like a Ghostbusters kind of thing, and it's gone. However, both of the pillars now are humming again, like they were before, and uh, we'll be out of combat. Actually, we won't be out of combat, because uh, someone is dying. (laughs) That's the second time I've said that in uh, two weeks. All I'm going to do is move, and then I'm going to use second wind so that I can heal. Okay. 25. So I'm going to go ahead and get out of, all the way out of the room, but I have to go. Take care of yourself first, brother. Right? It's just Damn like right. uh, being on an airplane. Hey. You put the gas mask on yourself, and then you help the dying child. I seem to remember <laughs> someone sticking their fingers where they didn't belong. <laughs> What's it to you? <laughs> Was it your gaping magical sword wound? The cat man cuts off Gator's head. What is... Okay, so I get eight back. <laughs> Hey, we as as we all remember from last time, he failed his own final death save. Alright, so the specter sucks back into the pillar. Archibald's like awe at it. He just like watches it and as soon as it's out of sight, it's like he's out of a trance and he sees uh Gator's <clears throat> huge form heaved on the floor. Oh my 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 boy here. Let me help you. And just take out his healer kit and stabilize him. Okay. Just like so he is stable. So I'll, I'll go up. Oh, damn it. And I'll uh, put him over my just, shoulder. Oh, it's just need some, some air. Yeah. 19, 1950s first day. Get him some air. Get him on his feet. <laughs> yeah, he just him, needs uh, some time here. I don't think you should pick him up. Oh, okay. Shake him roughly. Move his head. Quick. <laughs> Little dragon thing. You do some healing. You do healing. What kind of things can you do? So, Tuck, that, that tomb that you took out of there, um, there's definitely the tingling magical sensation in your fingers when you have it. Can you give me a uh, perception? You rolled an eight. You just feel that tingling sensation. All right, what's everyone doing? The way that this is game is going, I think the, uh, the preview text for this episode should be, the gang investigates a box. <laughs> Unsuccessfully. It's in the box. <laughs> the, the party tries to learn something and fails. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna expect this door. I've, I've I've never been over here, so I don't know. Anything. I'll do the same. And uh, I'll, I'll assist if he's gonna investigate. Yeah, you uh, t- talk was it? That uh, do you mind if I take a look? What you've got there? 
Well, you can look at it, but uh, it's definitely coming with me, so uh, look all uh, you yes, want, yes, buddy. Uh, thank you. I'll snap it out of your hands. Um, <laughs> want to cast Identify on it? For ten minutes. All right. <laughs> no, I'll check out the, t- the trunk as well. There's roughly like 200 gold I... pieces in there and three scrolls that are bound. I'll just throw the scrolls in my bag and then okay. I'm going to ritual cast on the toe. Identify. <laughs> Mr. Ritual so Cat. So this is uh, 10 minutes that this takes. So during this 10 minutes, what's everyone else doing? Dude, I'm oh. unconscious. The fuck I think you think I'm going to have Dreamland. Pemberton. I'd be like, hey, Pemberton, what's, what's with them scrolls? Anything for healing on them? Ah, that's uh, brilliance. Let finish me check your damn, Finish your damn ritual. Hurry up. Uh, right. Well, here, take a look at the scrolls, will you? I'm here to help. I can't read the damn you scrolls. Shit, get he, it. like, takes them out and hands them, and then he's going to go back to his ritual. Can't read your damn scroll. I can. <laughs> Give them to me. I will investigate them. I heard you he's... from outside the room. Thank God we got some nerds here. Makes sense. So you open this one of the first scroll, and uh, they all appear the same, but we'll just say any of them. Being a fighter, uh... I, when you look at the scroll, it's just looks like a schematic almost. There's like some little notations. Uh, it appears to be like some sort of cipher, and there's little diagrams and everything written all over it. You can give me a uh, Arcana check. There we go. Yeah, you know that this is a likely a scroll that you've seen many of your colleagues at the Harpers use, but you think this is maybe some sort of uh, scroll for a spell for a wizard. Okay, that was one of them. Can I go ahead and open the other two? All right, you did the same for the other two, and they are the same. Can't make it. I, okay, well then I I call it to the group. Does anybody can anybody use them? Uh, Archibald is still absorbed <laughs> in his ritual. He's like not really paying attention to what's going on. Gator like, still dead. Tuck oh. be like really interested in some, but kind of sigh. Not yet. Someday. Maybe we can find something in this room over here. Yeah, Rex, you go over that door over there, and you can just hear uh, echoing the sounds of battle from above. Yep. Fuck that. And. Uh, when you finish your identify spell, Archibald, you know that this is definitely a spellbook of a wizard of some kind. And uh, it is laden with spells that you are of no conceivable way of casting. So whoever's tome this is, they are very powerful. What kind of spells are, like, can I identify the schools? Or, like, the general school of the book? Would it be the liches? Um... There's no way to tell that exactly whose it is, but you can definitely tell that it's a high-level spellcaster's tome. After taking the time, you know, to kind of sit there and everyone's kind of waiting for you to, uh, to go through the book, you hear this, everyone, the whole group, hears this terrible cracking sound echoing from inside the room. And uh, appearing before you is a woman with a face that is half beautiful and young and half skull, her nose skin flapping her presence in the room seems to drop the temperature at least 10 degrees, and you can start to see your own breath mist before you. Uh, this being's posture and the way death crackles on her fingertips tells you that there is likely no chance uh, that you will be able to kill her. I mean, it's just like overwhelming, this energy that's emitting from her. Yeah, because no Gator's way. out. Because Gator's <laughs> not operating. And uh, Tuck knows immediately who this is. This is the, the woman you saw hovering over this um, chest earlier before she threw you into a dungeon. And she turns and she looks towards Pemberton, who has the tome in her hands. And you can just hear like this almost like vibrato kind of voice that floats in between a low and high tone. She just says, Clever plot. Almost worked. Now give me the book. She points to you. 
So as she appeared, Archibald, like, shaking, had, like, extended the book out towards her. But then on her words, uh, he's going to, like, pause, and he's still just, like, kind of shaking. Yes. So he's just standing there with the book, like, outstretched. And the uh, the creature just kind of steps past Tucked. She kind of smiles, and you can now see that she's closer. She's clearly wounded. She's like her movements are very labored. You can see like this kind of black and green ichor kind of flow out of her body, like small puddles as, behind her. As she moves. it like approached him, Pemberton would be like backing away. He'd like maintain distance and kind of like pull it back a bit. He's still like holding it up, but like in more of a defensive posture. She'll just keep lunging forward, and she says, "Drop the book, old man." Perhaps you'll live. Pemberton will stop and like offer up the book. And then right when you go to offer it up, you can feel, you can hear the small dragon. Like it kind of peeps around the corner. You can hear the dragon's voice in your head. The book is her soul. Tuck, what are you doing? Since the the creature is right in front of you. Um, I want to make sure the creature doesn't get the book. So I want to snatch it. Um, All right. So Tuck, let's see here. I'm going to give you first action here, Tucked, but I want everyone to roll initiative. So go ahead, Tucked. Describe what you're doing. The uh, Zaldara is approaching Archibald. Archibald has like the book extended, but he still has it in his hand. So yeah, he just uh, you know, was like, no! And uh, just, uh, I don't know, he just reaches out, grabs it, and then uh, just runs past them to the other side of the room, like clutching onto the book. Like, I need this. Don't let her have it. She's very powerful. So yeah, you just kind of like pass underneath them, grab the book, run the room. As soon as like you can see the the dragon again, you can feel the dragon just emote to you, like in your head. She's just like run, and the dragon's actually going to jump onto your back as you run past. Next, it would be Gator's turn, but you know, oh Dennis, it's your turn. He's just slobbering. Get it? As uh, Tucked runs, just like bolts right past you with the book in his hand. And I just I call out, what? What? What's wrong? And I follow. Correct, your turn. I'm going to go in this room here. All right. Me. You open the door. It was unlocked. Uh, as you peer in the room, a copper taste fills your mouth as the room is filled with a fine red mist. At the center of the chamber is a blood-soaked statue of a horned and winged demon as it vomits a fountain of blood into the air, gathering in a bubbling pool around its legs. Well, nothing useful in here. Go back out and close the door. I am going to go to this door and open this one. As you open the door... There is a nauseating stench in the room that makes your stomach do backflips. Blood is sprayed across the walls and coats the floor. Bones are piled high in the back corner of the room, and pieces of humanoid bodies are everywhere. The source of the mutilation becomes clear as a purple-skinned undead with long claws, nasty, slobbery tongue stands in the center of the room as it gnaws on the arm of a halfling. The horde creature smiles a gourd-coated grin as you arrive. Close the door. All right. <laughs> Next is the lich's turn. Oh. And... Spoiler. I mean, come on. It's pretty obvious at this point. Not really mitigating. <laughs> as Tuck sprints past, you can see Zaldara. She just looks at Archibald, and she's just infuriated. And you just see her blink out. Archibald's just standing there, like, shaking like a leaf, with his hands still held up where he used to have the book. Tuck, it's your turn. So, uh, I guess just going to keep heading towards the exit then. Okay. We're in through another room that's just filled with water. There's, like, a stream running through it. And there's a small ledge, and you can easily leap off the edge and just maintain pace. And now you come into a part of the cave where it's filled with like corpses, bones on one side, and you can see the exit of the cave another 60 feet away or so. 
Next, it is the dragon's turn, and the dragon is just on your shoulders, just clinging on. And she just keeps emoting to you in your mind. Just run, run. And Archibald, it's your turn. Uh, so Archibald is standing there just shaking, and he'll lower his arms, and his gaze falls to the three scrolls that have been like scattered on the floor. And he's going to run over, and he'll scoop them up and throw them in his pack and take a last look in that chest. Yeah, in the chest you see uh, the only thing left is about 200-some gold pieces. Alright, I'll just fill up my like little purse with some, like top it off, and then get out of there. Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna continue following uh Doc as I call out. Where are you going? Correct, it's your turn. So I'm going to run over to pick up Gator. After I pick him up, can I go into dash mode? Yeah. And you pick him up and dash. Start getting the hell out of here. Tuck, it's your turn. Exit of the cave is in sight. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep running through right. the exit. Yeah, with that, you can get to the entrance of the cave. But when you come out, there is a, you see a halfling man there dressed in kind of some really fine uh, tunic and pants. And he has a scroll like unfurled ready, but when you come out, he just has this confused look on his face and he just looks at you and he's just like, who the fuck are you? And Archibald, it's your turn. Uh, Archibald is going to follow the two early men. Is everyone's intention to run out of the cave? Is that what you guys yes. are doing right now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Tuck, you're going to have a couple seconds with this halfling out here before anyone else comes out. What do you do? He yelled at you like, who the fuck are you? Oh, hello. My name's Tuck. Nice to meet you. Picks his hand out to shake his hand. The halfling has a, both of his hands filled with this big scroll he has unfurled. And he just kind of like nods to you and he just says, Calibrax. What? What? And he like looks at the book and he's like, what's that? Oh, don't worry about this. This is mine. He just kind of looks around and he's like, don't go anywhere. What the fuck's going on? And he kind of like looks behind you. And then it's around this time that everyone else is going to start barreling out of the uh, tunnel back to the uh, shore where you guys uh, originally sailed in with Calibrax. And he sees everyone run out uh, with a gator on his shoulder. <laughs> everyone everyone took gator out, but just leave the bird in there, I guess. Um, <laughs> gator still has hope, I guess. All right, that's the thing. All right, I don't um, even know where he died. He ain't bleeding out. What's um? Rick, what's everyone Rick doing as they come out? over Huck's corpse on the stairs. As Calibrax sees everyone else run out, he like looks at everyone and he just says, D- "Do you got it? Do you got it?" Nobody knows. He looks like Pemberton. Oh. Do you have it? Yeah. Uh, I. Yeah. Yes, I believe. I believe we do have it. Uh, right at the. Uh, at he just like just cuts you off as soon as you say, "I you believe you do have it." He just starts to spell, and you can guys just feel like this big rush of your legs. It's almost like you're experiencing like G-force, like you're dropping off of something, like a roller coaster ride almost. And you can feel your legs start to get lighter and lighter as your body starts to like come apart and you teleport. So in a flash of blue light, you are transported to a circle of rooms on a forest floor. Dark pine trees with enormous spider webs block out the sky. Injured and dead harpers are laid out on stretchers and the remains of skeletons, zombies, demonic-like creatures, constructs, and others litter the ground. Before you is a monolithic tower of black stone that Zaldara calls home. And once you arrive and hit the ground, you will see Romalia Haventry, Dennis's boss, and the woman that you met at the funeral. And she is, uh, she'll stand behind you and her left leg is like burnt to a crisp. You can smell the firm flesh coming off of her. Her right arm is limp and bleeding. And she screams at you as you arrive. She's like, finally! And she like runs over to you. He's like, what took so long? And she's Medic. like, at Medic. how's she running on that crisp leg? <laughs> she's gimping around. We moved as fast as we could, but we think we have it. Looks at you and just show it to me. Where is it? I point at Tuck. 
She looks at Tuck and she's like, who the hell are you? You, me? Who are you? She'll look to Dennis and she'll be like, who the hell is this guy? He appeared when we were in one of the, when one of the rooms in the Citadel. He appeared Where after Huck? we lost Huck. What do you mean lost him? He's dead? Burnt to a fried chickadee crisp, I believe. Kind of puts her head down. She's like, the gauntlet's never going to let me hear the end of this. She looks to the group and she's like, okay, uh, put Gator over here by the tree. She points to like a large oak tree that has other uh, injured Harpers all laid around it. And uh, she'll lean down and uh, she'll like put her hands on Gator. And she's like, I was hoping to save this for myself. And she's going to use lay hands. And Gator's going to regain one hit point. Huh. As you regain consciousness under a dark tree. Gator just kind of is sitting there with his head completely folded into the slab of his body. And his eyes just kind of flutter open, and he looks at this woman that's touching him, making him feel good. <laughs> she just kind of pulls her hand back and stands up and clutches her arm. She's like, disgusting. And uh, she'll turn to the group and she'll be like, all right. Come back. You, we can play. <laughs> play the game. You might just win. <laughs> Was it even hurt to begin with? <laughs> Was this all a ruse? To get touches. <laughs> she looks to the group and she's like, all right, well, as long as we got it, I think we have a chance. Let's uh, just remember, don't cork her into doing anything. We just want to get the information and then we'll be out of here. She like yells up at the tower. You just, she just screams like you can like feel like she's been, must've been fighting for hours. Cause her like throat's all like ripped up and dry and crackly. She just yells out. She says, Salazar, we have it. And uh, you hear like, see her wince. And she kind of like drops to a knee as she's like completely exhausted. And then an instant later, you hear that same crack you heard in the basement. And but appearing before you again is Eldara. And she appears at the foot of the tower. She looks even more injured than she was before. Maybe she got into more combat as she left. You assume she must be fight. She must have killed and fought most of the people you see around her. When she arrives, she just takes like a long finger. She points it at Romalia and just throws her against the tree, similar to the way that she did to Tuck when he first got into the tower. And Elis turns to you. She looks at Tuck. There you are. <sighs> she just like extends a hand. She says, now give it. Who is this? And this is the uh, Zeldara. Wow. <laughs> this is the first time I'm meeting her though, right? No! It's not! It's not the first time. We've heard about already the time that she threw you down the hall into a jail cell. <laughs> and... We just ran away from her. Oh wait. Oh, okay, this is this is the witch, right? <laughs> yes, this is the witch. Okay. Oh, so, okay. It's okay. I'll fix it all in post. <laughs> Leave so, my my rant in, please. <laughs> We're gonna open with. <laughs> yeah, I'll use that for the dry and <laughs> That's no. <laughs> Um, Do we have commercials so, yet? Because that should be the commercial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a rant. This week, Do you have bad memory? Take these supplements. Um, cool so she'll point you. the talk. She'll say, give it. And I want everyone to make a uh, insight check. The in-game atmosphere and music in this episode was provided by Sirenscape.